Welcome to The Mighty Dragon. Today's guest is actor Fernando Poloni, a Brazilian actor who has travelled the world with the acting bug packed in his suitcase. Acting in Brazil, Spain and now London, he's an actor who has mastered his art with skill and dedication, absorbing the different training in those areas. He has overcome obstacles to propel him even further ahead and open opportunities, specifically in theatre. He's recently appeared in A Haunting in Venice with Kenneth Branagh at the helm as Poirot, and I was keen to chat to Fernando about this experience. Not only is Venice one of my favourite places in the world, but I also admire the work of Agatha Christie. Her stories and characters are timeless. Welcome to the Mighty Dragon, Fernando Poloni. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us today. I wanted to look at your career and how you started acting from Brazil through to London. How did your journey begin? So basically, um, Brazil, when I was like uh, six, seven years old, I never liked to be on school. So then one day, a theater company came to the school and they were casting some boys to do um, a performance. And the deal was, okay, if you were if you were casting for that performance, you don't need to be in the school three days per week. And I was like, okay, good. <laughs> so then they give this script to everyone and I took this script and as I was like reading just the characters and I and I saw like the farmer, something relating Portuguese. And I said, okay, good, because farmer is going to be just someone who will just come one line and done. But then I had been cast for the production and I didn't realize that was the main character. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> so then that starts the, the pleasure to enjoy myself, to be someone else, learn and... And understand about like what is acting, what is art, and I start to enjoy that. And then I start to be like more on theater, like small groups of theater um on Brazil. But I never had my real self-confidence. And I never understood why. Suddenly I was like, okay, um they sent me a casting and and I was like, oh, I'm not able to do that. I'm not able. So I never trust myself on the fact to okay, I can be an, um, a, I'm an artist, I'm an actor. Okay. And so then I give up. Then I come back to the theater again, and then I give up. And then I decide to move to Spain when right. I was 20. So on 20 in Spain, I say, okay, I don't want to know, like I don't want to talk about it anymore. And the opportunity coming to do a short movie, so in Spain, and the same, I sent like a few pictures, I did a casting and they took me on board. And I was like, you know what, let's try again. Right. But then, again, I give up. So then I decided to move to England. So yes. when I was already like 30 plus and just say, okay, let's try to learn English. And something that's like here is, is the word of Shakespeare. And yes. And at one point I say, you know, I will try. So how can I start with that? So I've tried to find like a small group of theater, like a community theater. I enjoy that group. I start to meet people. And then I say, okay, let's try to study. Say so it would be amazing to have a degree in London, but so hard for me because English is not my language. Right. And I start to study. I did like a, a BTEC course of performance arts. And then where I discovered why was this up and down? I've been diagnosed with uh, dyslexia and ADHD. Right. So that, that was the 
with 30 plus, I understood why I was so afraid to put oh. me on the spotlight. Yeah. And then I said, you know what? Let's fight those demons inside of my mind and use that to create the character and yes. perform in front of people. And with 40 years old, I I graduated myself at Middlesex University. Oh. Yeah, on performance arts. On 40 years old, I received the, the audition to be on the hunt in Venice. Yes. And suddenly everything came and I feel like even I'm like, I'm supposed because I feel so proud of myself, you know, and and understand why those yes. whys, whys, whys. And I still ask myself, so, oh, I should start early. But in the end, they say, no, everything comes on the right moment. Yes. So now I feel like really strong enough to wherever I come, I can take it. Um, I know my limits, but I know I can fight with that limit um, about language, different kind of uh, screen theater or whatever coming. I learned a lot yes. and it's a privilege right now for me. So the dream never gave up on you. It was always there, always no. an opportunity, wasn't it, for you? I love to watch like motivo, uh, like those videos which give you emotion and motivate you. And once I was watching uh, Daisy Washington, and when he say, dreams without goals, they're just, just dreams. Yes, yeah. And then I say, yeah, I dream, but my goal, what's my goal exactly? Okay, yeah. my goal is start. So how can I start? Okay, let's find a small theater company. Let's find a school. Let's find, and then like a ladder, you start step, step, step. And and for me, the most beautiful um, was to be at the university on my age. Yes. Because my dream is to be an artist, not a yeah. celebrity, not right. a star. Yes. And that was the balance because the new generation, they see that career as a celebrities and right. for me to be an artist is the most beautiful perform in a small theater room or do performance wherever come is a privilege so to be yes. in the industry is, is beautiful for me listen a really incredible story from mm. your time working in brazil and spain and in london did you notice any difference in like the acting training methods Oh, definitely. Um, on Brazil also for the age, you know, so you learn more and basics, you know, how to get a character. You don't do background story. You just, okay, you need to memorize those lines in front of the people and deliver the lines. And also I was so young. But then in Spain, um, I touch more like, oh, what is scream, you no, know, like a camera and, okay, how you do like one take, two takes, why that take, why that length, why that shot? Because I love to be asked questions. So why, why, why? And I learn a bit more. But then when you come to England and you definitely start to study. So you you start to study method acting, Stanislav, uh, all the methods. So you start yeah. to really see, okay, it's important to study. It's not just as people say, no, you don't need to, to study. Yes, you need and yeah. you are in, like in the world of Shakespeare or in the world of great actors, big studios. So you have opportunity to be, let's say, doing extras. Basically, every yeah. single day, learn inside of the industry. So you are inside watching, privileged to watch people acting and performing, directors, 
and learn with your eyes. So that for me was another privilege. I, I did a lot of extra. And so then when the anti Venice came, I was so comfortable with that. Because for me, it was natural. Yes. So it's not that, oh, big, big, big. Yeah. Tell me. I've read that you have an expertise in scream theatre. What's that all about? It sounds could, really good. Yeah, I call um, scream because is so when I was studying, I learned like um, devising theatre, no? so which I love it. And I was um, really in love with a company called Gecko. And yeah. I love, I call scream because also I do performance, so not just theatre. And then when I studied performance, I was like, okay, what's that? It's a bit crazy. So I was not connected with the performance world, but then suddenly I connected. And I call that scream is because I don't think you need um, language, noise, sounds to performance. So right. for me, it's beautiful. The performing different language is so you can scream and people can feel you can get just as Charlie Chaplin. And that's for me, which I love um, when I get something to really be physical and try to connect with people on, on that aspect of scream doesn't mean noise. It's more the connection. Yeah. So that is, I create a performance called Invisibles, um, which I perform in the Broadway Gallery regards to refugees, uh, migrants, as myself, I'm one migrant. Uh, explain the journey of people who they cross the channel to get a better life. Yeah. Those people they lose their life, and so yeah. my performance was related with the sacrifice. Why those peoples and try to change the mentality of humans and say, "Oh, they come here to take my job." It's not. It's a background history, and that was my scream because I use my own blood in that performance, so to symbolize like the sacrifice, death, life. So everything, so that is when they call like scream. It's something I'm still working on it because it's I really want to do like a theater which is more based on noise and no noise to connect to the audience. Wow, that sounds so intense and powerful. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to touch upon your character in A Haunting in Venice. Can you tell me much about the character and the story? Yeah, so Vincenzo Di Stefano is one of the petitioners, no? Um, they, with um, Alessandro Longo, so they follow Paro to try to ask for a help to Paro. Yes. And then Alessandro Longo is the one who is lucky and can connect with Paro. So then I'm one of those characters we follow Paro so I have like a really small part, but it was beautiful. Yeah. Because connect with uh, Amir. Uh, Amir is a great actor. So we are like connect every single day. And we have a scene as well uh, with Ricardo Scamardio. So which is another great actor. And we follow Paro to ask for a help. But in my case, in my case of uh, Vincenzo Di Stefano is, okay, I didn't get to Paro. But I finish more like, okay, um, Alessandro goes for Paro inside his house and Vincenzo is over there, but he doesn't know, should I go or should I not? So then came the question, what exactly Vincenzo is asking for? Is really asking for help or is he knows already Paro? So came a thousand of different questions, which finish with that part when Vincenzo yes. is 
looking going through is he scared of his bodyguards or what so that yes. is a really small part but as i say for me really beautiful because it was no lines but was physical so yes. you really express how you are follow paro how you are waiting for paro you're tired you're almost sleeping then you have the opportunity so yeah basically Great. that is vincenzo and it's a massive film i mean Agatha Christie, all of her stories and characters have just endured over the years. Why do you think that is? It's, as I say, I, I, I was not really reading about Agatha Christie's son as when it came a murder in the Express, I was looking for more. And then I was like, okay, oh, it's, it's the same as when you get Shakespeare. Yeah. You get a book and you start to yeah. read. It's kind of love and hate and... Yeah. Let's say for me, Shakespeare is really difficult because connect with that old English, but then I connect with one character and I want to see that character full. I got the Chris is the same, is is especially in that movie with Ariadna Oliver, when you understand that maybe that is Agatha Christie. Oh no, that's not Agatha Christie. That is yeah. there. she's a writer. So yeah, it's something really special in I don't know how she has so many books. And yes. I really start to read more her books and think it's something really special. Uh, Paro is a particular, like, really peculiar character. Such and I think, a great character. Yeah, Paro. I think ev everyone has a bit of Paro in their life because we yeah. want to. <laughs> oh, why? What's going on? And, and uh, yes, especially with me because I'm from Brazil and I speak Spanish. The accent. Ah, oh, yeah. So it's not the traditional yeah. like English. So it's more the Belgian yeah. and give you a special um, connection with, with the character. And through the three movies, so you can see like different characters and really, really nice characters. And especially for me, Hunting Venice was really, really like intensive movie. You haven't watched yeah. it, no? So, Not yet. No, I can't uh, wait. I can't I don't wait. Give this, I don't give a spoiler, but um, yeah. I went with my partner to watch and she's not a big fan of those kind of movies. Yeah. And when finished the movie, she said, I really love it. Because you can get scared. You get yeah. like really, ah, oh, who, who is the murderer? And yes. you get the surprise. Yeah. For me, right. I can tell you a secret. When I got the script, I read the beginning of the script, which is the part we should do. And I start to read the script and I say, no, I don't want to know who is the murderer. I don't need to know that. I want to get the surprise too. So I jump in the end, get the, the end of the script again where... I should be yes. really under, understand the story. So I went to the cinema with the same uh, as uh, any, anyone or anyone else was watching. I was the same because it was like, that's the murder. No, that is the murder. No, why this? Why that? So I get the surprise and I, wow. I really love it. I think yeah. for me, it's the best of the three movies. It's different, completely different. Do you have any funny behind the scenes Memories? Oh yeah, definitely. So <laughs> I intriguing. Spend, yeah, I spent I think ten days on Venice, which is such a privilege. It's yes. A beautiful, beautiful city. Yeah. Um, the fact for me was back on the past, so easy to connect to those characters because you don't have cars, everything by boat, and we had like so many fun moments. So, um, work with Kenneth was Kenneth Branagh is. is yes. It's a such privilege. But also, um, 
Ricardo Scarmaccio, the Italian, was really kind, really generous. He's a big, massive man and was speaking with me in Italian because he thought it was Italian because Fernando Piloni. Yeah. But then I said, no, I can't understand. I can't get a conversation, but I'm yes. And it was funny because we have one scene which was not in the move, which he grabbed me and we have a bit of a fight. So then we did this first take. Then he, okay, uh, what do you think if we do like this? So we agree. And like I said, it was a learning process. And most funny moments, so you see, uh, for me, more moments to, to see like um, Kenneth Branagh really as an arco paro with blue eyes, look at you, explain you. And you're like really put attention in every single details. Yeah. And then suddenly he come and talk to you about something else and make you feel comfortable. Um, was really, really nice. Also with um, um, Amir El Masai. So it was really, really um, a pleasure to be around that guy because we spent time together and with him and with his brother, another actor called Dylan. So we went to vis visit Venice. We have chat, we make like friends. So it's like, are really, really good moments to be in Venice, which all the ADs, APs, like such a lot of people. So in any moment you feel the pressure, you really feel, okay, let's let's enjoy it. And with all the responsibility for a, such a big movie, you really enjoy it. It was like, for me, it was a 10 days when like wow. a blink for me. Wow. What do you learn from someone like Kenneth Branagh when you're working with him? As I say, for me, um, I really I don't have a word to express um, how grateful um, I'm with Kenneth. No? So it's, it's insane how you see someone as so he can direct, act. He got like every single small details is is a, a constantly you look at him and you say oh i understand why and he make you feel so comfortable so so comfortable Aww. he come to you and he explained what exactly he wants he position who is the position of your body and it was so funny for me because at one point i'm in the wall so it's almost the end of the the movie so we wait for paro and of course we are tired we are not sleeping, but we are like almost taking a nap. And then I got my position. He did the position on my body. And then uh, he turned and he come back and he did a question say, Fernando, can, when you sleep, do you breathe the same as when you're awake? And I say, no, of course, when you're sleeping, tired, yeah. your breath is different. Yeah. And in any moment I thought about it. And I was like, okay. Then I asked myself, say, okay, should I stay my mouth closed or open? Say no. When you like tired, almost sleeping, you have the mouth a bit, and you need to see your chest like slow. So then he came and said, that's I want physical. Really, it's no words. You express like you're tired. You express your. You really want to to talk with Paro, and but you are tired. So right. not even with me, you can see Kenneth with every single one in the production. He's, wow. um, he's, he's like I say, I don't have a word to, 
to say exactly, uh, not just him, but everyone, but he in special is, like I say, it's, it's a mirror to look and see someone such big as him behaving yeah. so simple, so nice with everyone and make you feel comfortable. So that for yeah. me was like, say, okay, I wait 40 years for that. But really oh, worth, yeah, really absolutely. Worth, what yeah. a great production to be on. So yeah. by big, big, massive actors. Um, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Amazing. You've got on screen work and your stage work. Would you recommend actors to do stage work to enhance their abilities? Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, I recommend like any artist to try everything related with art and um, writing, reading, um, stage, scream, uh, performance. So try to discover um, what you, you love it and what you can learn from one to another. Because a scan it for me is it's more, you work as a stage on the screen. Everything is more different than other productions, which I saw it, it's more okay. Go by the mm. book. And, mm. and so then when you come from the stage, if you are comfortable, if anything go wrong, you keep going. Because on the stage, you don't have a second takes. So yeah. That is is something you learn from from stage. One of the scenes which I was woke, and one of them say they cross, and I could not hit my my mark, but I went late. But I did. I didn't stop because I knew I should keep walking. Another uh, was so windy. One point we are walking behind Parlo, and my head went out of my head. So the instincts try to hold, but the instincts keep going because yeah. you don't have. You really think okay. I cannot stop to go. So yeah, and and apart the stage is 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 something every actor say the same. When you step in a theater stage is is another world. So yeah, you're connect. You're like you and me, me and you, and the screen the same. You have the lens, you have the camera, but over there it's you can really feel. It's not just a lens. You feel. Your, I can see your eyes, I can see your in, the intention also. You can use those intentions to to work. But yeah. for me, it's like I would say, uh, any any kind of artist, or if you want to be an actor, it's just try, try and don't give up. And you will feel more comfortable on stage, you feel more comfortable on camera, you feel more comfortable or doing voiceover. Is is for this, as I say, is try to be an artist. You have like... Yes everything around you not just to be an actor so you can work with different um yes voice movements etc for actors that are coming from abroad to the uk what advice would you give them i would tell them um as i say before i had in my mind this um was i saying now it's not for me i barely speak english i can never do shakespeare because it's my accent all the production is is an English, but then you realize um, is an actor called Michael Maloney, when where he did um, Hamlet with uh, Kenneth, and we had a chat once, and I did that comment to him, not because in that moment five years ago I say, I give up, I love to watch everything, but no, and then he say, but why? So it's just all the production there in English, and I say no. So then he say, okay, you speak three language. You can do different accents. 
and their words now become so multicultural. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know why? Why not? Why not yes. try this? No, why yes. not um, get a book of, of Shakespeare or Hamlet and get those characters with the accent? So why not try this? And then I say, yes. So, okay, I know the limitations with I have it, but even now I can work on it. So right now I'm getting like classes on voice, how to break my accent, how to speak oh. properly, how to oh. say water, <laughs> water, water. So, right. And make fun, all those yeah. things. And then use your accent as well for make people like, oh, get connect with you. Oh, where are you from? Because when they heard the accent, it's the first question, where are you from? And yeah. then you engage. So yeah. you use this as a tool, as a goal. No? Absolutely. So, and then connect with everyone, learn. And it's beautiful when you live in different countries, you learn a different culture, you can perform um, different characters uh, because... It's not just a study the characters, you you know what exactly what happened. Let's say Brazil is a different life than here. Um yeah. Spain, South America. So that is stake as a as a privilege. And then when the opportunities come, you can use this as me on Anti Venice, because my appearance is more European and my surname, so I could play Italian. Okay. So right. Always take as a yes. privilege instead to do what I did in my past. Oh, no, 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 no. But also because I understand now why those, my brain, the fact to have ADHD make you up and now and until today, let's say to do that interview, um, say, oh, it'd be great. But then when I went to bed, I was like, no, 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 you are no one. Who so you are a small character. Why you should do that oh. interview? <laughs> and, and your brain, play against you so is it's like i say is is trust yourself and all yeah. your instincts and everything will come i think you're such a fantastic person to have on this podcast yeah. you've had so much experience and your journey oh, you. has just been incredible and you've oh, worked yeah. so hard and you really yeah. deserve all your success and you're yeah. perfect for this for the mighty dragon a haunting in venice is out what else have you got coming up this is your last question <laughs> you'll be pleased to know <laughs> yeah so right now i'm working in um in my second part of a performance which i've done called invasive invisibles right um it's the second part the first one for me was i call invisibles because it's something is the same as the noise we, we see every day those things happen people dying uh refugees but we, they are invisible because they don't affect us at the moment. So now I'm working the second part for me, which is on um, the animals' cruelties, um, everything related with animals. So it's going to be three parts. So as the second, I work that right now on this, developing the performance with um, one of my ex-teachers called DGB. So he's going to be my mentor. So he helped me with the first and help me to love that word of performance as well. And, and from theater and cinema is a couple of things on auditions, but I took a bit of a break as well because it's been five years really intensive on my yeah. studies, learn, 
And now I just really enjoy uh, that moment. And as you say, really feel really proud of myself and people around me. And, but yeah, I'm, I'm really like looking to get something else. Um, at the moment, as you say, I don't have an agent, I represent myself. Also, yeah. that's it's beautiful because I need to learn how to do my tax, tax return as an actor. So then, okay, now the movie's out, my CV, so I can start to look for someone who can work with me because also I spoke with actors, as they say, you cannot take the first one because you need to understand what you want. For me, it's important as well, work um, abroad, you know, uh, yeah. different language. So in that moment, I represent myself and... I think, uh, let's see, soon I will have some news and I can share with you. So any, Great. anything come, uh, we share with you, definitely. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your journey on The Mighty Dragon. And may I wish you all the success with The Haunting in Venice and all of your other projects that you'll, you'll have coming up. So thank, thank you, you much. so much, Fernando. Take care and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Nice to meet bye. you. Bye.